and say, welcome, welcome to Dead Man Walking. This is the space where we speak the truth and nothing but the truth. We don't attempt to prove the truth, but to state it as it is. The truth would prove itself at some point. I know a lot of people, when they listen to me, they shout conspiracy. Some shout, it's not true. Some shout, you know, that I'm making things up. But one thing that I know is that at some point, the truth will be clear. It might be true at some point when many people, when it's too late. Remember last time I said, leave the cities. I said there's a crisis coming. I said that um, this so-called global warming and climate change and all of that, that's true in the sense that planet Earth is dying and its death is because the inhabitants of planet Earth violated the law, the great law of the universe, the law of selflessness, the law that keeps the universe in balance. That sounds like conspiracy. That sounds like it's not the truth. But I'm telling you right now, the earth has reached a point where it is about, in a few years' time, earth is about to collapse. You might not believe me. You might be, you might be playing politics. You might be playing economics. You might be playing socialism. You might be playing capitalism. You might be playing religion. Whatever you are playing. But the reality is, planet Earth is, is reaching a point. I'm not going to say has reached. No. It's reaching a point where it can no longer sustain life. Now, with that being said, I want to check back a bit and discuss something very interesting. That is Noah. Now remember, we had said that because of the rebels, our forefathers sided with the rebels, and as a result of that, the great law of selfishness was violated on planet Earth. That introduced to our world an experience that the Creator never intended for us to experience. It is death. But not only death, evil. You see, the Creator had never intended for planet Earth or any of the beings that exist in the universe to experience evil. But due to the choices that were made by our forefathers on planet Earth, we experienced evil. We experienced death. We experienced decay. We experienced a lot of things that the Creator never intended for us to, to experience. Right? Remember, we spoke about those things. But now I want to speak about something very solemn. Noah. Noah 
And if you know the story, that God spoke to Noah, God regretted why he made men, and God spoke to Noah and said to Noah, Noah, I'm going to destroy humanity. I want you to build an ark. And you and your family get into the ark. And subsequently, you and your family will be saved. I want to elaborate and discuss and speak about Noah. Firstly, the story of Noah is not unique to the Jews or to the Hebrew scriptures. You go to different environments and different traditions, you find the story of the flood. It's not unique to, to, to the Jews. It's not unique to Hebrew scriptures. It's not unique to Christianity. Many different religions, not only religions, you know, many different cultures have a story with regards to the flood where the world was flooded by water. Now, with that being said, I want to bring you the true story of Noah. What actually happened? What caused the flood? I repeat again, you may not believe me, but what I'm telling you is the truth. It's okay if you don't believe me. It's okay if it doesn't make sense to you. But I'm telling you anyway. Now, firstly, prior to the flood and prior to the existence of Noah, remember, we had our forefathers, which our parents, Adam and Eve, that violated the great law of selflessness. You see, when the Creator had made them, He had put them in a garden, in an enclosure. In this enclosure, they were to learn a lot of things. You see, when the Creator had made them, they were giants. Adam and Eve, which are our parents, were giants, by the way, if you did not know. They were probably double or triple my size. They were very tall. They were giants. They had a photographic memory. They did not need to write things down because by looking and focusing on things, they committed those things to memory. They had 2020 vision and something that, we, something that we've spoken about a number of times. They could see a very afar off and they could see very close to them. I suspect, and this is a suspicion, that they probably could see a cell with their naked eyes. They were strong. They excelled in strength. They lived very long. 
their posterity also lived long. But you see, during those days, there was a clear distinctive mark of separation between and remember it's something that we've spoken about the children of Seth and the children of Cain. I want you to remember this and if you've forgotten this go back to the previous uh, podcasts that discussed you know the time after our forefathers were kicked out of Eden, a time after our forefathers had violated the great law of selflessness. You see, there were two there were two factions. The rebels were now on planet Earth. They roamed planet Earth. You had the children of Seth, which were loyal to the Creator, and with the children of Cain, which had given themselves to the rebels. See, at this point, the rebels roamed planet Earth, and you could see them with the naked eye. Because the rebels have a physical form. They are angels, by the way. Because they are angels, angels, all angels have physical forms. And as a result of that, even the rebels have a physical form. See, the rebels... taught the children of Cain how to build cities, how to build weapons, how to interbreed animals. Everything that the children of Cain learnt, they learnt from the rebels. Children of Cain were homosexuals. They learned that from the rebels. The children of Cain practiced bestiality. They learned that from the from the rebels. They built cities, advanced technology. Everything that they learned, they learned from the rebels. They interacted with the rebels, which were the fallen angels. They interacted with them. They learned a lot from them. Whereas the children of Seth still lived near the Garden of Eden, they had a country lifestyle. They still had Adam to learn from, not only Adam. They had those who came after Adam, the children of Adam. Besides Seth, Abel, and Cain, there were other children of Adam that were born. The descendants of Seth learned a lot from them. And not only that, they had Michael to learn from. He who is like God. There was a clear distinction between these two groups. That is, the children of Seth and the children of Cain. You see, 
it's as time went on adam died adam lived for hundreds of years he was a witness to what happened in the garden of eden he was a witness to the children of seth and to to, to the to the descendants of cain but when he died a lot of many of the children of of cain started to question not only the existence of the creator but the fairness of the creator at large the children of seth did not do that because they still had witness they still had enosh they still had methuselah they still had different people who in essence testified of the fairness of the creator now what then subsequently happens is that over the years the children of seth mingle with the children of cain that caused that the children of cain or sort of the children of seth to be less distinct as compared to the children of cain in other words the children of seth looked like the children of cain to a point where the children of seth started marrying the daughters of cain when i say daughters i mean the like posterity or the descendants the, the descendants of cain this influenced how the descendants of seth behaved this influenced their views this influenced their way of life to a point where very few people which is very few of the descendants of 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 seth still held to the promises and the way of life that came from the creator those few were represented in noah now you had the children of seth practicing having the same practices as the children of cain one point is that you see the children of seth were not consumers of flesh they didn't kill animals the children of seth still remained faithful to the commands of god to say you shall eat of the fruits of the tree and the herbs of the field the children of cain at that point they had long passed that and they were consumers of flesh because at this point animals were not as aggressive as they are now and because of this they feared humans because humans were very aggressive that is the children of of Cain the children of Cain were consumers of flesh they lived in cities advanced techno- technologies they had advanced technologies in terms of uh, warfare they often fought amongst themselves 
they had the fallen angels or the fallen or the rebels as their guide. They practiced, as I said, bestiality, homosexuality. They even practiced um, interbreeding of animals. They consumed flesh. The children of Seth did not do any of those things. Not only that, they were not consumers of flesh. The children of Seth were vegetarians. They lived a country lifestyle. But as they were influenced by the children of Cain, they became worse, they became more like the children of Cain to a point where there was no distinction between the two. And the only people that were left when was Noah and his family. In fact, Methuselah, Enosh, and the other patriarchs before the flood, they were the lone voices. They still lived near the garden. They would often go into the city, cities and try and convince humans to follow the Creator. But you see, as time went on, the only um, humans who stayed faithful to the Creator was Noah and his family. Now the Creator had got to a point where humans had aligned themselves with fallen angels, had learned so much from fallen angels, and they were so you know, aligned and in tune with the fallen angels that the creator, was, the creator decided that I need to start over. One of the things you need to note is the fact that then, and I know you will not believe me when I say this, and it's fine if you don't believe me, it's fine. Humans had never seen rain. Water would come from the ground to water the ground. Come from beneath the ground to water the ground. There's a huge amount of water in the, on the ground. It had never rained. The weather was fairly stable. Stable. Though there was change in seasons, they were not extreme. The heat was not extreme. Noah then, God or the Creator comes and speaks to Noah and says, Noah, I'm going to cause it to rain. And with the rain, the whole planet will be destroyed. Noah believes the Creator because he has followed the, followed the Creator all his life and his parents and his grandfather, which is Methuselah, which means, you know, in principle, it means, you know, um, that it shall come, that destruction will come, the end will come. Right. So the Creator speaks to Noah 
and said, Noah, you're the only one left. I want you to prepare because I'm going to flood the earth. The rain, I'm going to flood the earth with water. One, none of the humans that existed then believed Noah because they had never seen rain. Noah builds the ark based on the direction or the explicit instruction of the creator. When he's done, the creator commands animals. Because remember, at this point, animals are not as aggressive as they are now. So when people say a lion worked maybe next to a cheetah or worked next to a you know a buffalo and did not eat the buffalo, they're assuming that lions at that point were carnivores, which they may have not been at that point. Many animals at that point were herbivores still. They were fearful of of humans because humans were probably the only beings that were carnivores at that point. So, with that being said, the creator gives instruction to Noah to build an ark because it's going to flood the earth and give humans a second chance. Humans are so evil that the creator, there's nothing the creator could do at that point. That's why the creator had to flood planet Earth. Human beings had reached a point of no return. They had aligned themselves with the rebels. They were doing things that are so destructive that to speak about them, you'd blush. That's why the creator had to destroy planet Earth. Now, the creator instructs Noah to build an ark. Noah, for 120 years, he speaks to the rest of humanity, tells them the flood is coming. There's refuge in the ark. They would not listen. The creator then instructs animals to come in two by two of the clean, sorry, two by two of the unclean animals and and by seven the clean animals. Gets them into the ark. And then he causes rain to occur. There's one thing that I need to note is the fact that through the acts and the behavior of humans, that climate change had occurred. Planet Earth was not what it was in its ideal state. Though it was not as worse as it is now, but at that point, Planet Earth had reached a point where it, the, the heat could actually cause rain to occur. So it started raining. Something very interesting happened. 
This was the first cry. I call it the first cry from the planet. You see, there was a lot of water underneath the ground. There was the ground, there was water underneath. That water came out and destroyed the ground. Destroyed vegetation. Destroyed a number of things. But you see, all of that was caused by human beings, the way they lived, the way they behaved, caused planet Earth to react the way they planet Earth did. And that led to the great flood that many cultures speak about. Was the creator involved in that? Yes. But it was also the Earth's response to the evil that planet Earth had experienced at that point. Now, you get to that point, Noah and his family were the only ones who accepted what the Creator said. They got into the ark, they lived. The rest of humanity died. They died because they refused, for 120 years, they refused to listen to Noah. Not only that, they died because they refused to see the repercussion of their actions on planet Earth. The Earth was responding to the actions of humanity. That is why there was the flood. It destroyed everything. Vegetation was destroyed. Certain animals used to eat certain type of vegetation. That vegetation became extinct. Those animals had to adapt that's what led to many animals becoming carnivores. To survive, many animals had to change their diet and became carnivorous, became aggressive. Because when they left the ark, the vegetation that existed for them may no longer have existed. In order for them to survive, they had to adapt. Things became worse in planet Earth. What am I trying to say with the story of Noah? This is what I'm trying to say. Planet Earth is dying. 
the creator tried to halt and delay the destruction of this planet. After 4,000 years of his intervention, things have gotten worse. There's nothing we can do. We can delay the destruction of planet Earth or we can accelerate it, but we cannot stop it. Only the creator can stop the destruction of planet Earth. Now, you may believe me. You may not believe me. It doesn't matter to me. That's the story of Noah. That's the story of human beings before the flood, how they interacted with fallen angels, how fallen angels taught them a lot of the technologies that they have, they had then, and how the fallen angels taught them to build cities and destroy the children of God. The destruction of the children of God, that's what led to the flood. This is Dead Man Walking signing out.